0: Welcome to the Sober Mofos Podcast, where we discuss how to get sober, how to stay sober, and how to live a healthy, happy life in sobriety. My name is Dirk Foster, and I'm a sobriety coach and author, and I've been sober since 2007. So just because we get sober doesn't mean all of our problems go away especially when it comes to money problems. A lot of us who are in recovery or who are new to sobriety come to realize that we have um, some pretty bad money issues, and money problems. So we have to figure out a way how to deal with those money issues, how to get out of debt, how to pay down debt, how to save money, make money, and repair the damage that we've done to our financial lives. And that's what I want to talk about. Before I start, I want to invite you to visit my website at sobermofos.com. There, you're going to find lots of free resources, articles, blog posts, videos, as well as books and audiobooks on addiction, recovery, and sobriety. Again, the website address is sobermofos.com. So, finally, After years of false starts, countless failures, and painful defeats, I finally managed to get sober back in 2007. I was free from the shackles of addiction that had kept me tied down and miserable for so many years. I was working on my sobriety every day, going to meetings, repairing the psychological wounds I had inflicted upon myself after 30 years of alcoholism and drug abuse. I felt like a new man starting a new life, happy, joyous, and free, right? Well, maybe not completely happy, joyous, and free, not yet. I still had some work ahead of me if I wanted to rebuild my life. The happy, joy free part of my recovery hadn't arrived just yet, at least not completely. Granted, I was making it through each day without drinking or using. I was developing sober friendships and doing my best to rebuild and repair my life. I was starting to feel better physically and to some degree spiritually and mentally. Over the first six months of my recovery, the obsession to drink and to use had started to leave me, had started to diminish. I no longer felt I was imprisoned by addiction. And that, of course, is a wonderful thing. But there was still major damage to my life that needed to be addressed and repaired. Most glaringly, and in many ways more um, ominously, my financial situation was a complete disaster. The best way to describe my financial condition when I first got sober was to call it a Category 5 shitstorm. I had done significant harm to my credit over the years. I owed thousands of dollars to credit card companies and the IRS. I didn't have a bank account. I rarely had money in my pocket. I constantly struggled to pay basic bills like rent and electricity. I owned virtually nothing of any significance. I only ate the cheapest food I could afford. I was under constant stress from all the money I owed to people and institutions. My financial situation was horrible and I was miserable because of it. I was thankful to finally be sober, no doubt about it, and I thank God daily for my recovery. But I had become depressed and anxious every time I thought about my financial situation. How could I possibly pull myself out of this horrendous hole that I had dug? How could I ever recover from my financial ruin, as it were? Perhaps you're going through the same thing. Maybe you're facing the same financial issues that confronted me. Whether you've been sober six days or six years, most alcoholics and addicts are in dire financial straits in the early months and years of recovery. That's just kind of what I've come to realize over the many years that I've been sober. Um, By the way, if you want to learn more about how I pulled myself out of financial hell once I got sober, um, check out my book, Sober and Broke which you can find on my website or on Amazon. So one of the most difficult challenges we face as recovering alcoholics and addicts is our inability to establish a stable and healthy financial life in recovery. Even addicts who have been sober for decades often have serious money management problems that plague them and keep them from enjoying life more fully it seems to be a part of the addict's DNA. Many of us just suck at implementing basic financial principles in our lives. It's ironic because when we're still drinking and using, we're absolutely brilliant at scheming ways to pay for our booze and drugs. We're natural hustlers when it comes to feeding our addictions, no matter how much they cost. Where there's a will, there's a way, right? If we need to feed the addiction monster, we're going to find a way to feed it, even if it means even if it means not feeding ourselves or our families. We're ingenious when it comes to financing our addictions. But once we get sober, we look around, often dazed by the financial devastation we've imposed on ourselves. How the hell did it get this bad? Holy shit, what happened to my life? I'm broken. There doesn't seem to be any way out. The good news is there are ways to repair and rebuild your financial condition and you don't have to be a money wizard to implement them in your life. And I want to emphasize it might not happen overnight. In fact, I promise you it won't, but you can rebuild your personal financial situation with a little effort and patience. Patience is very important. For me, it took around two years before I felt stable financially. By then, much of my bad debt had been paid or um, renegotiated. I had a bank account with some money in it. I always had a few dollars in my pocket. I was able to pay all of my bills each month. What an amazing feeling that that was, including rent and electricity. I was able to buy healthier food. And my stress and anxiety over money had greatly diminished. Eventually, I was able to start my own small business, which flourished and which also provided me with enough money to pay off my debts and move from the city I lived in to a beautiful home in the Sierra Mountains. And uh, just so you know, today I am financially solvent. Um, I have money. I own a house. I own a couple cars. Um, we're in good shape today. But it but it took a while to get there. And was it easy getting there? No, not always. <laughs> but I got there anyway. Just like getting and staying sober, I had to put in the time and effort to make it happen. I had to set some goals and remain persistent and determined to reach them. All right, we got to set goals. And you can make it happen too in your own life if you're just willing to put in a little time to repair the damage. Financial hell doesn't have to be a lifetime prison sentence. With a little effort, you can escape the financial trap and experience the happiness, joy, and freedom you deserve. In the most basic terms, there are a few things you need to address in order to recover your financial life. You need to um, work on your money mindset, how you think about money, in other words. You need to figure out ways to save money. You know, we're very good at spending money, but we need to figure out ways to save money. You need to figure out ways to get out of debt. And you need to figure out ways to invest in your future. All right? You don't have to be a genius to do any of this. In my experience, there's almost nothing worse than the feeling of being broke and in debt. Being in financial debt and having no money is just gross. I absolutely hate the feeling I get when I have no money and it seems like I owe the entire world something, right? It's just devastating. Equally nauseating to face are what I call the wolves at the door. All those debt collectors constantly harassing me with phone calls and threatening letters. Now, on the opposite side of that sickening feeling I'm discussing is the feeling I get when I have a few bucks in the bank and in my pocket and the creditors are leaving me alone because I'm making regular payments and whittling down my debts. That is one of the best, most exhilarating feelings you can experience. It can change your entire perspective. It can also free up your time so you're able to pursue other things that make you happy and bring joy into your life. We live in a culture based in large part on debt. We feel that we have to constantly be borrowing and racking up debt in order to participate in the system and appear successful. Most of the time, especially when we're living irresponsibly as addicts and alcoholics, we end up in ruinous debt that sucks out any semblance of joy and energy from our already difficult lives. So what's a recovering drunk or addict supposed to do? Attack it. That's what. Attack the debt attack the lack of funds, attack the lack of employment, attack, attack, attack until the battle is won. You have to get into the trenches and wage battle against the debt you owe, save money where you can, and develop a plan to invest in your future. You have to develop healthy habits that will help you achieve financial peace. You might be thinking, I'm in way too much debt. I can't find a job. I don't know how to handle money. I've never been good at saving. I don't know anything about business or how to make money. I'm lost and there's no hope for me. You know, blah, blah, blah. Bullshit. There is hope. I've seen countless recovering addicts who emerged from horrendous debt, saved money, created companies, or got high paying jobs and built significant savings accounts and investment portfolios. And I'm not talking about money wizards and MBAs here. Just average people like you and me who went, went from broke booze hounds to thriving moneymakers in a relatively short period of time. And you can too. Trust me, maybe you're not looking to build an empire. Maybe you just want to get out of debt and save a few bucks. And, and that's what I want to talk about. You have a choice. You can either sit helplessly and lament how poor you are, or you can stand up and start the climb out of the debt hole and begin saving for the future. I assume that if you're listening to this right now, you're ready to climb out of the hole, right? Or at least you're thinking about it. You want to do something about your financial situation, right? Being broke and in debt causes a tremendous amount of stress on your body, your mind, and your spirit. It weighs you down, kills your energy, destroys incentive, and can lead to fear and depression. I'm sure this isn't news to you, but it's important to recognize how much debt and financial anxiety can impact your, your daily life and health. Studies have shown that long-term financial stress can result in migraines, sleep problems, emotional stability, and even heart disease. For me personally, the, most, the worst part about financial stress was the constant lack of sleep it created. I would toss and turn all night, every night, wondering how the hell I was going to pay for this and pay for that. All the stress and lack of sleep felt horrible. And I was, I was a serious, and, and it was a serious threat to my sobriety, too. You know, because you start feeling that bad, it's so easy to turn back to the bullshit, you know, the alcohol or the drug abuse to make ourselves temporar- temporarily feel better. Many recovering alcoholics and addicts relapse from financial stress. That was always one of my biggest fears, that the financial stress would lead me back to the bottle. I knew that I had to figure out how to get out from under the financial rock that was crushing, crushing me and threatening my recovery. Recovering addicts are particularly susceptible to stress in all its forms. And you probably already know this already. For whatever reason, most of us have a difficult time dealing with high levels of pressure. It's no coincidence that We all seem to share similar stories of losing our minds while driving, right? I can't tell you how many stories I've heard from recovering alcoholics about their latest emotional blow-up while driving in their car. Someone cuts them off, or traffic is too slow or too fast, or someone won't let them enter a lane. The list is endless. Whatever the excuse, cars are often like pressure cookers for addicts. We're trapped inside a metallic box, the heat is rising, our emotions are boiling, and eventually we explode. Financial pressure is the same for most people in recovery and for most people in general too, not just in recovery. But eventually the pressure gets to us. We don't know how to handle it and then we just lose our minds completely. Too often it leads us back to our addiction. So we got to get a handle on it. Don't let this happen to you. No matter how bleak things might seem right now, no matter how bad your financial situation might appear, There are plenty of things you can do to improve and change the conditions that are causing you so much stress. The absolute last thing in the world you want to do is throw away your hard-earned sobriety over money issues. Money comes and money goes. It's just how it works. There's no reason in the world to go to get so freaked out or depressed over money that you sacrifice the most important accomplishment of your life, and certainly of mine, which is getting sober. Like your sobriety, repairing your financial situation happens one day at a time. Be patient and be willing to attack the problem head on and eventually you'll find that find the relief you've been searching for and deserve, all right? And I want to make it clear, we're not talking about a get rich quick scheme, okay? We're not talking about some kind of, you know, make a billion dollars overnight kind of thing. We're talking about just simple simple financial repair. What you need to focus on are the small steps you can take that will lead you out of debt and put money in your bank so that you could live in financial peace. The idea of getting rich is awesome, and I encourage you to pursue wealth however you define it. You know, one man's wealth is another man's pocket change, so it's all relative. But building wealth takes time, usually many years if it's accumulated in an honest way, okay? So don't go out and start trying to sell dope to make a million dollars or robbing houses, you know? <laughs> That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about earning an honest living and building wealth honestly. Very rare is the overnight millionaire who didn't do something or, you know, let's say illegal or shady, Um, you know, those overnight sensations, overnight millionaires you hear about sometimes, you know, there's usually something behind it. Just like it takes many years to build a company to full capacity, honest wealth, honest wealth takes time to create. If that's what you want, great. I hope you get there. But it's important to recognize that becoming rich is different than becoming financially healthy, which is what we are attempting um, to talk about here. We live in an age when it seems like every other 19-year-old kid is able to invent a new computer app and cash in for a gazillion dollars, right? If you believe the news, which is never a good idea, you would think every boy or girl just out of high school is making millions by, just by making a couple YouTube videos. But the fact is, most of those stories are myths and rumors. Sure, there are the exceptions. There are a few people now and again who strike it rich quick, people who don't seem to have any particular skill or talent out of the ordinary. They just have one good idea and it strikes a chord with people. Next thing you know, they're buying their own island and flying in a private jet. But those stories are very, very rare. Most of us, mortals that we are, need to focus on what's in front of us and not worry about the fortunes of others, okay? If some kid gets rich overnight, great. Be happy for him or her. But then get back to what you need to focus on, your own situation and how to pull pull yourself up from the depths of financial despair your goal right now is not to get rich quick, okay? In most situations, your goal is to become financially healthy so that someday, if you choose, you can pursue pursue your own vision of wealth and what wealth means to you. But for now, let's just stick with the basics and pursue simple happiness and freedom from financial stress, okay? So with that in mind, set the following goals Goal number one, eliminate debt any way that you can. Goal number two, save money any way that you can. Goal number three is create cash flow. Just means, you know, figure out a way to get money flowing into your into your life. You know, more money. If you already have a job, maybe you take on a second job. Goal number four is to be patient. I know we are very impatient people, but as alcoholics and addicts, but you have to be patient. And goal number five is commit to fixing the problem. Okay, you have to commit to this thing. You can't just hope and pray that you're going to get out of of financial um, ruin. (laughs) It doesn't work that way. You got to eliminate debt. You got to save money. You got to create some kind of cash flow. You have to be patient and you have to commit to fixing the problem. So those are the main criteria you need to start working on if you want to get out of financial hell. Now, there's lots of books on these topics of of debt and, and saving money and creating cash flow. Um, I've written one myself, like I mentioned, called Sober and Broke. Um, There's lots of videos. There's all sorts of information out there. But if you set those five goals up, and I'm going to repeat them again in a second, but you set up those five goals and just start plugging away at it one day at a time, you can get yourself out of financial stress and anxiety and, and the pain of being financially broke all the time, okay? So I'm going to repeat them one more time. Um, Goal number one, eliminate your debt any way that you can. and It's going to take time, but there's ways to do it. Goal number two, save save money any way you can. Goal number three, create more cash flow. Figure out ways to get more money flowing into your life. Goal number four is just be patient. Goal number five is commit to fixing the problem. Okay? So lots of information on those topics. Um, Feel free to go to my website and check out information at SoberMofos.com about the topic. In the meantime, um, until next time, uh, please be safe, uh, be careful with your money, and um, take care of yourself, okay? Thanks.